You're listening to Treat Your Business with Katie Bell, the podcast for health and wellness business owners that want and need to give their business the treatment plan it needs. A treatment plan that will create more time back in your life, more income and more confidence when it comes to running a business. I'm here to share with you bite-sized episodes full of tried and tested tips from my own real experience of growing a successful physiotherapy and wellness clinic and from working with many businesses to do the same. The Treat Your Business podcast is sponsored by HMDG. Marketing is always one of the top three issues for clinic owners that I speak to. It's too expensive and complicated. They've had issues in the past or they just don't know where to find a trusted expert. It's always said only recommend products or services you're confident in using yourself. Well, when it comes to marketing, we use HMDG for our own clinic. They've proven to be exactly what you'd want from an agency. As a specialist, they understand the industry, they're responsive and always deliver. We can't recommend them highly enough. Head to hmdg.co.uk to find out more. Hello listeners, thank you for joining me this week on the Treat Your Business podcast. This week's title, you've got no guess, you've just got me. This week's title is about how to make more money, how to get more cash in your business, how to make more revenue, all those words are exactly the same thing, how to make more turnover, the low cost way. Now, you can increase revenue into your business. You can make more money coming in on the top line from existing customers. And it's often one of the most, I guess, missed opportunities in in terms of increasing sales. Because a lot of us focus our energy on the new people coming in at the top of the funnel, or the bucket, as I like to call it. And when we focus all our energy there, it is fine. It is part of it. It is a good part of your marketing strategy because you want to be replacing those customers that will naturally leave your business or finish working with you or leave work as charged from your care. But if we are only thinking about that, we are losing and missing out on a huge opportunity of those existing customers that already like you, know you, and trust you. Now, whether you're an established business owner, or whether you are brand new into your um, clinic ownership days, I can't stress the importance of having an email list enough. It's Email marketing is not dead, okay? And if you are solely relying on posting on social media for, your, for, for generating leads, or you're using uh, different ways online of, of marketing yourself, and you're not collecting emails, you run the risk of Facebook making a massive change or Google changing its algorithm or doing something crazy that they do, and you don't own any of that data. None of that is yours. So we have a very active Facebook uh, group in our women's health service that we, we drive people into this Facebook group, we nurture them in a community, and then we sell to them, okay? Now, everybody that joins our Facebook group, we ask if they would like access to a masterclass. And if they would like access to the masterclass, they have to give us their email address. And the reason for that is because if I just collected all of those people into that Facebook group and didn't take their data, that could just be taken away overnight. I've got no other way of connecting with them. So wherever you are in your business right now, you absolutely need to be collecting data, ideally addresses, because there is still many wonderful ways that you can market to people using um, offline marketing strategies. One of them that we do in our business is Lumpy Mail. 
and I'll, I'll try and talk about that later on in the in the podcast. But collect collect email addresses, okay? Because then you can nurture your people at all points of the customer journey and make sure you've got phone numbers because now it's even better. We can use WhatsApp or we can use um, a messaging service to be able to nurture our clients. So instead of focusing all our energy on looking for new customers all the time, that is one strand of your marketing strategy, we want to focus our energy on nurturing the customers who have already bought from us, the people who like us, know us, and trust us. Because as you continue to provide value to your customers long after they purchased from you, your endearment leads to one of the most effective marketing tools, happy customers. And when we have happy customers, they will naturally want to recommend you. They will naturally refer people to you. They will naturally want to stay with you for longer. But if you don't nurture your customers in that, in that kind of full customer experience from the minute that they raise their hand that they want to work with you to the minute they walk into your clinic to work with you to the minute that they leave your clinic and then disappear, if you're not nurturing that whole sequence, you're missing out on a huge revenue opportunity getting new people in the top of the bucket costs money it's costing more and more money and i'm all for having a fabulous marketing strategy but if your bucket has got holes in and it's leaking as those customers are passing through the journey then you're missing out on huge opportunity to increase your cash into the business so how can you leverage your existing customer database network group of people that already work well, number one is you can reward loyalty. There is loads and loads of ways of rewarding loyalty. But the thing I want you to think about, first of all, is what would incentivize you? Where have you been? What companies have you used that have had a fabulous incentive scheme or a referral scheme that really makes you, A, want to continue working with them because they've rewarded your loyalty, or B, makes you want to refer to them because the incentive is there for you to do that? So I'm going to give you an example. I go to have my nails done in a, uh, in a place that they, um, every time I go, they sign a card. And I think on my sixth go, I get five pounds off. Now, do, is that enough to make me want to ensure that I go on that sixth go? For me, no, it doesn't, doesn't really make any difference. What often happens is they give me five pounds off and uh, I just tell them to keep it as a tip. So it makes no difference to me. Is it quite a nice surprise after the sixth one that they go, oh, okay, so you've got five pounds off. I go, oh, that's nice. You keep it. Yes, it is a nice surprise. But is it really incentivizing me, A, to refer to them, or B, to ensure that I never leave them? No. What does incentivize me to stay with them is that they are super fast. They are super efficient. They are really, really sweet people. They do an incredible job of making sure my nails look top dollar all the time. Um, and so I naturally refer to them because they deliver high value when I'm there. They, do, they meet my expectations. They go above my expectations quite often um, because they'll always fit me in. They'll always squeeze me in. They'll always find a way of making sure I get what I want and blah, 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 blah. Um, but I spend regularly with them. So... I want you to think about businesses that you have engaged with that you thought, do you know what, they've really got that incentive scheme right. Now, when we reward loyalty, we are recognising those people that are usually 
the ones that are like our walking billboards. Those people that have been with us for a long time, who rave about what we do, and we need to leverage that. Okay. You might have some people that would genuinely be incentivized to refer to other people if there was a scheme in place that meant they got um, a special offer or they got um, an exclusive release of content or they had an incentive, a referral incentive. They got some money back. They got commission. They, I don't know. There's loads of ways that you could do it. You could release customized, tailored content to your VIP customers or to those people who've already bought from you. Now, the thing with reward schemes is that those businesses that we that have these reward low-level reward schemes running all the time, it wet my nails salon, it's it's fine, it's great, okay? I, I would go to them whether they gave me that or not. Now, what we do is we have two or three times a year, we have a big drive and a big push on rewarding loyalty. So, for example, in March, we did a um, loyalty campaign, and that was we have 300 people doing Pilates with us every week, and we wanted to recognise all of those people that commit to uh, improving their health wellness and visitors regularly. And we also want to make people feel in a certain way. Now, what you have to remember is people, people come back because of how you make them feel, not what you do. So creating an emotional connection with your clients is the key to increasing how much they are going to work with you, what they're going to buy from you, how much more they're going to buy from you, how much they're going to refer to you, etc. So we did a thing where all of our instructors had to nominate their member of the year from 2022. And they had to fill in a Google form for me. And it was who the nomination was, why they nominated them, what they were like before they started Pilates and, and the differences that they, they have seen. And we um, we recognised each of those clients from each individual instructor um, and we gave them a gift and a certificate. Who doesn't love a certificate, even when you're only 50? Um, and we made a thing. We presented it to them in class. It meant everybody else in the class heard that this was a scheme running, that they got something if they won member of the year in their class. Um, and we made a big deal out of it. We said, we have given you this because... We also then leveraged that and we got a review from each person. We had a picture and we got them to fill in a little questionnaire. What were you like before you started Pilates at KB Physio Wellness? What changes have you seen? What three things have, have made the biggest difference to you? What can you now do that you couldn't do before? And now we have got all of these reviews, these testimonials, these social, uh, this social proof that we can use for visibility and the social proof, and I'm going to come on to that tip in a second. So we leveraged it. Then we took all the nominations, and I put, and I decided which one would win the overall prize, and we, we did a big presentation to this lady. Now, this lady um, came to us with a huge amount of challenges, personally, and um, by being part of what we do, she said, yeah, you know, I can get up off the floor, I, I've got better balance, I can control my pelvic floor, and, 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 I just reeled this stuff up, this stuff up. But what she said was that I feel like I'm part of something. If I'm not here, you want to know why I'm not here. If I I am not, you know, for my way, you know where I've gone. You know that I am, should be at my Monday class at 10 past 10 every week. And if I'm not there, someone's going to check up on me. 
She said, I have a connection with the other people in the class. People ask about me. They care about me. And I actually feel like I am part of something, not just a number. And that's the magic. When you make people feel in a certain way, they are not going to go elsewhere. In fact, that lady then decided that she was going to have some massage with us because if we're really great at Pilates, we're probably going to be really great at massage as well. So now she covers on a monthly uh, diamond program for her massage. So she has two subscriptions with us. So the people that like you and know you and trust you are likely to be able to be cross-sold and upsold to. They are more likely to buy more from you. So I want you to think about planning when you're going to do your, your loyalty your loyalty campaign. Don't just kind of do it average all through. You might know, be the person when you get a fiver off. It's not a big enough incentive. I'm not saying five pounds is not a lot of money. It is. But we need to make this something that people are, are like, I am going to do this. We are doing a refer a friend campaign this month in May. And we have this great marketing asset that we have produced, something physical. And we basically are giving away something like £660 worth of treatment or artists, I can't remember what it is, with us. Now, we know our margins. We know we can afford to give that away because actually I'm not having to, it doesn't really cost me to add people into my Pilates classes because the way our timetable is, we've got a very big timetable, lots of classes, lots of opportunities. It's not costing me anything to give that away. However, would you be incentivized to refer a friend into our program for £660? Yes. But we're going all in. All of our team and everybody knows about this incentive scheme and it's a big ride for a month. And then it will go again. And then we'll do it again later on in the year. So really think about when you can do it, how you're going to do it, what would incentivize your clients, and then go for it. Go for that big bang, not just that kind of soft mm, launch. My second tip is to engage regularly. So this is what a, a big gap that I often see is people will give you their email address on their membership form and then you do nothing with it. Email marketing, nurturing people post-sale, post-transaction is really, really important. And then thinking about how you can follow up with those clients because those clients are the ones that if they join your Pilates program, they may be interested in massage or physio, vice versa. I can't tell you how many times people come into my business. We are called KEP Physio and Wellness and they don't know that we do business. I mean, blows your mind, doesn't it? Blows your mind. Because they've come for Pilates, they've seen the marketing for Pilates, and then they come and go, oh my God, you do women's health physio and you do this, you do that. Well, we have to tell them that. We have to nurture them through that sequence to be able to cross-sell and upsell all the other things that are going on in our business. Ongoing communication is absolutely crucial. I want you to think about it in three parts. When people engage with your marketing, that first point of contact, there needs to be some nurture sequence there. Okay? There needs to be something set up that allows them when they have engaged, you are connecting with them until they book. When they book, you've then got a nurture sequence until they actually visit the clinic or the studio. And then when they are in treatment, when they're working with you, what is set up to create that ongoing communication and to um, nurture them throughout that journey? For example, when they book in uh, to come to your physio clinic, what have you got set up that isn't just like, oh, you know, you can park at the front here. Um, this is the Google pin to find where we are. It's really about starting to make them feel a certain way. When people book um, our Pilates taster classes, 
they get a video from me uh, that says, hi, I am really, really excited to welcome you to our clinic um, or our studio um, next week for your Pilates taste class. Now, I know that life is really busy. I know that life is going to get in the way, but I just wanted to personally welcome you and say that my team is really looking forward to helping you do better, feel better, and live better. And here is a few little tips for me that's going to make your journey even better. And I will say things like, wear this. Don't worry about bringing that. Come five minutes earlier. This is where you park. And literally the video this is again, pointing. This is where you can park. This is where the entrance is. My team, here's Pip. She's going to be waving to you and meet you when you walk in the door. Because the more that you make people feel a certain way before they visit your place, the more likely they're going to purchase and want to purchase more from you. It starts from that initial transaction. And then when you offboard clients, so when a client finishes working with you, when you discharge a client, what happens then? Most of you um, just stop communicating with them. They need to then go onto a list that you can communicate regularly to. Can you send them something that's a monthly check-in? It's automated. You can set it all up to do it automatically for you. When they get added to that, that list, one month later, that email goes. And it could be a video from you. Hi, um, this is just a quick email uh, video from me because we've not now seen you for a month. How are you getting on with your exercises? Are you still doing them? Is there anything that you need from us to help keep you on track with those exercises? Because this is the most crucial time that if you stop now, it could unravel all of that great work that we've done together. If there is anything, our number is underneath this video. Please just give us a call and one of our team will get right back to you. It's going above and beyond. It's having that exceptional customer experience. Is there something in six months' time that you do that checks people back in, invites them back in for an MOT, a checkup? Is there something new that's developed that they might need help with? Remember, there's lots of decisions. There's lots of choices out there. If you are not remaining in their minds and in their head, they will just go elsewhere, even though you're probably great the first time. Because the next flashing social ad will be in their eyeballs. Okay, so we have to continually be visible and keep that brand alive in their minds. And we have to keep that feeling in their minds. The third thing, as I briefly mentioned before, is social proof. Now, this is a psychological phenomenon that is when people are unsure and, and uh, are nervous or don't know what to do, don't know where to go, they will be looking for social proof. People, when they join our program, our coaching program, and our physio uh, programs and artist programs, people want social proof. They want to know that A, you're not a scammer, B, that you're not full of shit, and C, that you're going to actually deliver what you're going to deliver on, what you say you're going to deliver on. And the best way to, to do that is to leverage your current clients, those people that love you, people that you've made a massive difference to. They will want to review and rave about you just because. They are like your walking billboards. And when the best, when you can use those is then when you are nurturing in your nurture sequence. When you are talking about uh, bringing people through the door and they might feel nervous, they might want to listen to a video of somebody who's just gone through the same process as them and come out the other side and are now able to do X, Y, Z. When people are booking a business and marketing audit call with, um, with Thrive, with us in our, in our business, we send three videos 
that we would like them to watch before they get on a call with us. And that's three videos of people that we've worked with before. And most of them say it was really great to see Dan on that video or to see Kathy on that video because it made me realise that, like, I'm not any different. And they were really normal people and we were able to help them. So maybe it's made me feel a whole lot better. Social proof is really, really powerful. It is going to allow you to have, without having to spend any money, increase revenue into your clinic. And the fourth tip, which is a slightly unusual one, is about listening to the unmet needs of your customers. So when we have our Google reviews, and they are five stars and four stars and amazing, 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 that's a wonderful thing because we can use that to leverage and market ourselves and make us more visible and enhance our reputation. But as a business owner, you need to know about your one stars. You need to know about your two star reviews. Because listening to the unmet needs of your customers is a massive opportunity to diversify your solutions via your products or your services to meet those unmet needs. So very often, in clinics and in studios, the biggest barriers to people's results is time, accountability, um, and a lot of it is because we have set our business up in a way that doesn't hold people accountable or allows people to just come and go as they need, pay-as-you-go. If I ran a pay-as-you-go system in Thrive, I would not get any results. It's not because I'm not good at what I do, I am good at what I do but because for you to get the results that you need, I know what you need, and I have to facilitate those needs by putting it into a programme and the way that we work with you. Which is why we don't do one-to-ones, just off the cuff, one at a time. It's why we build one-to-ones into our programmes, because people need accountability. People need that bespoke, tailored support in their business. And that's only come through listening to the needs of our customers, and looking at why did they succeed and they didn't? Uh, well, because that wasn't there. So then we build it in. We offer solutions to those unmet needs via our products, via our services, and you can charge more money. You can make more revenue. Because you're not just being the same as every other physio clinic along your road or in your village. You are doing something different. And differentiating yourself from all the others around you based what means you stand the test of time and what means that people are going to naturally want to work with you even if you are more expensive in in um, hyphens than the you know, speech bubbles than others it doesn't matter about how much you charge it's about how you make people feel when people come into our business we and we know it's their birthdays we have a way of monitoring this on the system they visit the, the, the clinic on their birthday, they have a gift and they have a card signed already for them, whether a new patient or an existing patient. How do you think that makes people feel? When it's their birthday, they get a gift in Pilates. We have birthday hats that we make everybody wear in the past. And we acknowledge people. Does it cost me very much money to do that? Not at all. But it's about the way we make people feel. So I want you to really think about, you have got a fabulous pool of people who like you, know you, and trust you. And I know everybody that listens to this podcast, podcast are superb 
practitioners are missing out on a huge opportunity for revenue right under your nose, and that is your existing client base. So think about how you can reward your loyalty, reward their loyalty, should I say. How can you engage regularly through your email marketing channels, following up with patients or customers on cross-selling and upselling different services of your business, ongoing communication, set up automated, whether they are at the beginning of their journey, in the middle of their journey, and at the end of their journey. Collecting reviews, have social proof and leverage it and use it. And listen to your customers, meet their unmet needs. And my final thing that I'm going to say is whenever you listen to one of these things, I know what happens. We go off, we are high idea generated. We have got, now you're thinking, Katie, I've got a million things to do. Still not caught up on your podcast from last week. And I've got another thing to do from your podcast the week before. And we've got some live training going on in the Facebook group. And I want to be doing that. It's all there for the taking. But the business owners who are consistent with their approach, the business owners who are going to go, right, that's the lowest hanging fruit. That's the thing that's going to make the biggest difference right now in my business is where I'm going to go and work and focus on that for the month. And then in June or July or September, focus on a different area. Don't try and do it all at once. Less is more. Do some stuff really good. Plug those gaps in that bucket. So when your marketing strategy is all in place and we're bringing lots of people in through the top of the funnel, our churn rate is low because we are nurturing and leveraging our existing client base, the people who like us, know us, and trust us. And that, my friends, is me done for the day. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please join me again next week. And if you have enjoyed this episode or some of our previous episodes, I would love you to refer, rave about me to other people. It makes, it really does make a huge difference to small businesses like mine and like yours when people say nice things about you and recommend you to other people who you know might have a need that we can help solve. So please, um, please leave me a review and please share this wherever you possibly can. I would be very, very appreciative. See you next week, guys. Thank you for listening to Treat Your Business with Katie Bell, the podcast that tells you what you really need to hear and know when it comes to running a successful business in the health and wellness industry that gives you the time, money and freedom you are wanting. For access to our free workshops on how to get more clients in your business, how to make more income in the next 30 days and to get more time back in your business and life, head to our free Facebook group today, Treat Your Business. Or head over to thrive-businesscoaching.com. All of the links are available in the show notes.